To the cannabis coffee hour with your host, me, Rob Cantrell, coming to you live, full and direct, much in effect. We're doing it again, episode 135. I'm happy to be alive and here for you to do a podcast. That's what we're doing today. I got some herb, meaning weed. I got some weed, I got some herb, and I got some coffee. Uh, I got a big, I got a ridiculous, I don't even know if you can call this a coffee cup. This is a jug. (laughs) It's like a cartoon coffee cup, but it's a big map of Brooklyn, and that's where I'm coming to you live and direct for the Cannabis Coffee Hour. This is your host, Rob Cantrell. I'll say it again. Because I'm programming my brain into uh, being in the moment at this moment to give you uh, a live diatribe of this moment. But no, um, I have a big jug of super coffee with tons of ice. I've been doing this. I've been making my French press and then getting this super jug of coffee, packing it. I got a good ice maker, packing it full of ice and just pouring it over. You know, I make cold brew. But sometimes the night before, I've been doing all kinds of shit, man. I'm sorry for taking a week off. I really felt bad. I felt bad. But I really, life just caught up, and I try not to miss weeks. I try to stay, you know me, I try to stay regimented with this shit. And I love this podcast, and I love that you listen. I see all the numbers. I see you guys giving me shouts out. Um, And as soon as, you know, the COVID stuff, and I figure out, how to get this thing out, up and out in the road. I'm investing in more mics and getting guests and just trying to figure out the vibe and the feel a little bit more because, you know, I want to make this weekly and doing it all the time, but that's the thing is sustainability. You got to sustain it. And a lot of these podcasts I listen to, they have there's a <laughs> there's a real Morton Downey Jr. vibe going on out there. I don't know if you guys know Morton Downey Jr., but it's like, Super negative. He was this dude that had this talk show that was like super negative, but it was like, tell it like it is. And it got huge. And then it just fucking faded away. And a lot of that, and I never wanted to approach this podcast to make it the biggest podcast. I wanted to make it a natural thing, you know, from the stillness, like the seed, the seed popping out of the soil, the cannabis seed in the soil and the thing about nature uh what was that song oh nature loves its little surprises out of nowhere it becomes something else and i love i love making something out of nothing and that's the natural life because everything is nothing and Maybe I'm going a little bit, I, you know, I have been hitting a little bit of herb there. I know I go through that theme of everything's nothing, but it helps me um, to understand that I'm a part of everything. And being connected, as much as you want to say you're an island on your own and meditate, and I'm this solely solo thing, but we are all connected and you got to connect. And that's what I think why people are digging podcasts and shit like that and, um, the internet's moving fast and people love connecting. I love connecting with people, um, but I also love being creative. So this this podcast does a little bit of both. But let's get right to what I, I got a, a nice chillum. I got my classic one hitter. Um, I do love my one hitter because I do love herb, but I don't want to huff it all the time, every time. So I got a good glass one hitter from Marley Naturals. I will say this is one of my favorite pieces I've ever had because it's wood and it's glass. Uh, And I've been better with cleaning it. I got these great like old school pipe cleaners that you like for tobacco pipes, but they're like fuzzy and they bend. They're called Zen cleaners. Give them a shout out. Keep keep some of those around. They'll keep your pipes clean. But this is from Verde Natural, and Verde Natural 
is from Colorado, and it's uh, very natural. And they work hard to leave a minimal footprint. Um, please enjoy this cannabis. My friend gave this to me. Shout out to uh, uh, Zamir Nassim. Uh, he's a comedian. He runs a great show at one of my favorite venues, Pete Candy Store. One of my favorite bars. I don't even drink, but if I go in there, I might have a drink. I'm thinking I might I might break out my IPA in a while. I haven't had an IPA in a while, and I do. I always enjoyed that taste of it. But I w- I do think Pete's Candy Store is a great venue, and they have a comedy show that just started back up that uh, Zamir runs, and they used to do it. But then they moved, and and then COVID happened, and now they're coming back there. And I always thought they needed to be back there. It just had a good vibe. It was like my little, out of all the comedy clubs, like comedy clubs, if you don't know, if you're not a comedian, like they're not that fun to hang out. Like if you're doing a show and you run into some cats that you've done shows with before, it's kind of cool or, you know. But hang-wise, there's just a lot of going on and it's a lot of acts going on and... Um, sometimes the barroom shows or independent shows, the hangs are a little bit more looser and not as like stuffy, I would say. And that's what this vibe was over at uh, Pete's Candy Store. So shout out to them and shout out to this cannabis. Um, yeah, man, I've been driving. I had to do a bunch of family stuff. So I had a couple like super long drives and then I had to do a bunch of writing. And so I had to just lock myself in a room and yeah, with me and writing, I just know it's in there and I got to get it out. And and I was this same way in high school, same way in college, like distraction. Like I literally have to like lock myself in a room and be away from people for like three days. And that's how I do it. But it does get done. And it's usually the last day. <laughs> but I am just excited about getting this. I'm. I've been talking about this music project forever that I've been working on and mixing and mastering and dealing with sounds and uh, sound waves. You know, this podcast is, you know, I'm recording this myself. I'm not doing a video portion. I'm just beat all to hell. And, um, you know, this next few weeks, I just want to um, just work on the sound waves and uh, get the sound really good and then take it one step at a time and then try to work uh, on the video because we all have all this technology and it, right now it's more like how you use it so that's why i'm just trying to be more mindful on how i'm using it but let's let me fire up some of this uh verde natural then i, I got this big jug of and this coffee's like it's like almost that french rose it is that dark dark like sheeny bean um so it is like I don't really like dark coffee, but the, like, super dark, dark, you know, like, they say dark roast. My roast is a medium roast. But I will take it because I like coffee. And sometimes I like a light roast. Sometimes I change it up. Um, Let's see. But we're in the middle of the hot summer. And I don't rock air conditioning. <clears throat> so, wow so uh so sometimes so i i guess i have been huffing some more herb and it does just slow you down but i needed to slow down i needed to uh take the to lower the uh frequency for a couple days you know um and then you bring it back up and then it comes back naturally and stronger and instead of pushing it um man this is great Colorado or my man gave it to me but um he had it laying around because I fired through this one bag I had that great bag of weed on that last episode that I did but that's the thing about herb it always runs out but I do think growing it is going to be the way to go slowly in the future like you can invest all into the dispensaries and everything like that and they're going to always be there in great brands and like I can't I don't know what's going on but at the same time I do think you know, if they legalize um, on a national level, you know, why not just keep a plant in the back? I mean, that's uh, that's saving you 60 bucks every three weeks, you know. And then, bammo, then you just got to handle your coffee. And um, 
And then, man, I got my fuel and I've been uh, meditating. I will say I've been great just because I had so much shit going on. I've been forcing myself. In terms of discipline-wise, meditation is like at a 10. Like even if I'm high or even if I'm fucked up or even if I'm in a weird place like tired. It's just like I've been moving a lot, guys. I've been driving a ton. I've been doing shows, we're coming out of COVID, and then I've been writing. So I'm using like a lot of different things and doing this podcast and doing music. But I have to say, this is the life I dreamed. Like, this is what I wanted to do, and I enjoy doing it. You know, I enjoy doing this podcast. I look forward. Instead of a things to do list, you have a things I get to do list. Because I remember whack jobs and stuff like that. Like, I love doing this stuff. So, but sometimes I do where it does wear on my mind, like every week I'm like, oh, I got to get a podcast going. I got to get this, uh, I got to flip the switch on this. Um, and I am, I'm slowly am. Um, yesterday, yeah, the last few days, um, I've been going deep on, uh, listening to, I'll tell you this morning, like I haven't cried in a long time, but sometimes I do. You know what it is? It's music. I mean, you know, movies on planes, that will do it for me. Like Moneyball. There's a couple movies that I'll just start. uh, That's the trippy thing is how you get emotional when you fly. There's something there, man. The beauty of humanity. I don't know. Um, But I was listening to. I got turned on. YouTube is dangerous, but it's also funky fresh. I've been fiending for live music, and uh, my algorithm demon leaved me and led me to Billy Strings, which is uh, some young cat that kills it on the guitar. And it's like, and then I looked them up, and they're like from a bunch of different bands, but it's the drummer of the Grateful Dead, Bill Crutzman, or I, I know I'm fucking up his last name. Like I. I but I know he's a cool cat. Yeah. Crutzman. It's K-R-E-U. Crutzman. Billy and the Kids. Billy Strings. Check this. And then they do this song. It's on the Relics YouTube. And they do this song called So Many Roads. And it's a Grateful Dead song that I don't think they ever played in the studio. Now, don't give me... I, I'm not Captain Grateful Dead and a lot of Grateful Dead dudes are like comic book dudes, you know, <laughs> that call you out on your cred. All I can say is I saw Jerry Garcia play at RFK. Um, I saw the Grateful Dead with my friend Bud um, in 19... What was that shit, man? Must have been... Yeah, that must have been 92, 93. He passed away in 95. I think I saw like one of his last tours. And that was the first time I ever... I've been to concerts before, and they were always dope, but the dead parking lot scene, <laughs> the dead parking lot scene and the fish parking lot scene, but the dead specifically, specific, I mean, the fish was like the younger, they're like Vermont and all that, the dead was more national, and they really were from the 60s, you know, there's something super authentic about it, and super authentic about just being at the RFK parking lot, and it was a day like this, just a hot-ass summer day. During these hot-ass summer days, nobody wants to work. You really just want to sit next to a box fan or in the air conditioning and try to do little or, you know, work from the computer and then um, get to some water or some shade. How dope is shade, man? Like a shady tree during one of these hot days. Like when I find good shade in the park, I love that because it's like you find your it's like nature's own cooling system. And if you find a shady place under the tree, it could be super, super, super pleasant um, as we move on. But yeah, I've been uh, how, so many roads and I started crying because um, it's so many roads that what is it? So many roads to soothe my soul. He's just talking about. It's talking about being really lonely and being in a really dark place. And he's talking about a jug band. And it feels very Virginia to me. It feels like kind of my home. And um, 
and I've done the road. I mean, I can honestly say I've done a lot of tours with comedy. I toured with Tracy Morgan. I toured with theaters with Mitch Hedberg. I toured with Jay Moore. I toured with Burt Kreischer. I toured with with the marijuana logs. I toured doing shows myself, driving all over the place. And there is something about the movement. And I got into stand-up comedy right after I backpacked for a long time. Like when I was traveling in Southeast Asia, I went to Southeast Asia right after college, after my first job, after three years. I think I talk about this, but that idea of just letting go and traveling, I mean, it wears on your soul, though. A lot of travel can, it's, there's something really natural about it. Like you feel like a bald eagle, man. You're just like flying out. You're taking off. You're leaving the world behind. But it does wear on your soul. It seems. But then that also there's some just some, there's like this, I don't know. It's just like, it's it's almost romantic. But then that kind of romantic stuff is like, yo, I just want to fucking go home <laughs> and sleep in my own bed and get a pizza slice at my own pizza place. But then there's a part of me that I do love just, I, I, I can't wait to get back out there and do some shows. And I'm getting, that's why I'm meditating so much and doing so many stretches and doing my five Tibetan um, stretches. Um, so, because traveling just beats your body up, man. I've just seen it, man. I've seen dudes. Dudes will go down um, later on in life if they don't take care of themselves. And I, I, I do think cannabis does definitely help you out, especially all the weird, awkward stuff and sores and not sores, but just like, just the fucking, um, what do they say? It's like the wear and tear. And I think, you know, cannabis is like a solvent. You know, it's like something that soothes that wear and tear. But it can tear you up if you're not doing it properly. If You know, <clears throat> with cannabis, especially when it's hot right now, drink a lot of water. I've been drinking a ton of water. Water and coffee is pretty much in seltzer. I mix it up with seltzer. But uh, yeah, so many roads, and it takes a minute for the song to kick in. It's like super slow, and you're like, oh, what's this fucking creepy-ass slow hippie music? But man, it's a beautiful, when when it catches, it's a beautiful, beautiful, emotional, soul-touching song. Um, so many roads. Shout out to Billy Strings. I, didn't, I he fucking killed it, young buck. He's probably like 36. Drinking this big jug of coffee. Um, Yeah, man. I've been working on this thing, but I wanted to talk about, yeah, I wanted to talk about that Grateful Dead song. I love that. And then what was it? You know, um, Land of Illusion. That's another song that's been getting under my skin. Um, Joe Walsh from the Eagles. That's a good tune. And then there's another tune I've been getting into a little bit more country. David Allen Coe, The Ride. That might be one of the better country songs ever. Now, David Allen Coe was a part of the outlaw country singers. And he has some rough songs. Like some of the, you know, he was like a biker dude almost. And so there's like N-word. And, you know, this is like when you're talking back country, back country. And I hate using the word white trash or, and I use the word redneck liberally just because I'm from there. <laughs> and I knew I grew up, you know, my dad is from the one of the more poor towns in Virginia. And, you know, I went to high middle school and high school with some, you know, some really tough um, Southern kids, not tough, but you know, it's just, it's just a vibe. But a cool part of the vibe, it's very musical, very natural, and very tough, and sometimes closed-minded, as these places are. I got the same vibe when I went to Jamaica as I did Virginia. It's just mountain folk. Mountain folk are isolated people and rough people, and it just, it just, it's a hard life, but it's beautiful, and there's something cool about it, um, and it's just salt of the earth type shit, man. 
And I catch that when I'm around. I drove through Virginia, but man, Northern Virginia, man, I had to drive through that shit. Uh, Northern Virginia has got is almost the traffic has gotten uh, worse than L.A. I was stuck, man. I was stuck in that shit, and I tried to dodge it, and I knew about it. Like, and I still caught it like at two, and I still got stuck in some weird funk um, for too many hours. There's some, there's got to, I mean, I was on the highway, and I'm just pounding iced coffee, and I'm over 40, so I literally have to piss every 20 minutes. So there was a lot of like, I did a lot of just renegade pull on the side of the road. And I'm sorry if you see my, <laughs> my schlong out here peeing, but I, I, you know, I try to duck down. I duck down. I try never, if I'm peeing outside, I try to make it, I try to be as hidden as possible, but you have to be safe as possible too. You don't want to fall in a ditch just because you had to pee and get run over by a semi uh, when you're peeing on the side of the highway. But uh, that traffic down there, you know, it's just so funny we were talking about. There, I love driving and the road and movement, but there's so many people out there. And I do think we got to go towards electric, man. I, I, you know, I lived in L.A. I saw that fog, man. That fog is crazy. And if you live in L.A., you know it. If you don't, if you've never been there, but it just, there's literally just this pollution haze that hangs over the city. And it's kind of a bummer because it's ideally in a really sunny, dope spot. <laughs> so, you know, that it should be a, a place, you know, I, I'm sure back in the day when they found Hollywood or when it was just this small thing growing, you know, the people that got their shit together, it must have been, you know, and I'm talking like 1920s or 1850, you know, where there's some city civilization, um, in cars and shit like that, like, but it's still like small towny. The crazy place I always thought, but I know friends. Shout out to Tony Kameen. He lives in Burbank, and when I lived in L.A., I lived downtown L.A. But I would go to Burbank. I had a manager over in Burbank, and I would drive. You drive over this like mountain hill, and then Burbank's like this little suburban town, but it's California, so it's just like when California's got that good weather, it's like shit, motherfucker. This is good. This is good weather. This is East Coast right now is just like that hot. And that hot just sweats out all the toxins in you. It makes you it just makes you I think it's a little healthier in some ways. Some ways not. Am I all I'm chewing uh coffee ice right here. <laughs> um But yeah, I guess I love driving in the road. But when it's traffic, there's nothing. I mean, meditation has helped me deal with traffic. And I did get to a point. But I was going through some, like, three-hour standstill type shit, you know. Type of shit you get in, like, L.A. where you're like, what? My day is just done. Like, And it was, you know, I had, like, a whole day of driving done. And then you're just stuck. And you're like, oh, my God. I'm not going to get out of this till 8 p.m. Um, but then you eventually do, you do learn to calm down and that's what meditation has just been helping me is just been learning to, you know, just calm down. It's seeing when my mind starts spinning out as much as I love that spin out and that spin out is part of my creative process. It's good to reel it back in, um, and just get to the point of what you're fucking doing. <laughs> and what we're doing here is uh, drinking some coffee and smoking some herb out and talking about some Grateful Dead. Talking about, I'm trying to think like, um, yeah, I love I love driving when there's no traffic. I mean, driving a motorcycle, and I've done this. Driving a motorcycle when there's no traffic on a straight road and you're just shifting the gears when there's nobody on the road, I've done that. That is one of the more freeing feelings I've ever experienced. Um, but surfing, I did go out to uh, Fire Island. I went out to Long Island and hung out at the beach with the fam and did some boogie boarding. But they, it was, the waves were there, 
but they were blown out. So there were these huge waves and then they would just crash right at the front. But I did swim out and I had a boogie board, like a legit boogie board with like the string that ties to your wrist and all that. And, uh, I went out there and I, you know, cause I surfed for a long time, but you know, since of the East coast and a lot of stand up, I don't surf as much, but there was, there was a good two years. And then, you know, I did a month in Bali where I just surfed every day. So that's where I got a lot of my legs with the shit. So, I mean, in terms of, I'm not a good surfer, I'm, uh, but I can, I can paddle out. I can sit on my board. I can eye the waves. Uh, I can even paddle in. I can even catch a wave if it's nice and set up. But these weren't like that. And I was just on a boogie board. And boogie board's just a adult kickboard. <laughs> they are pretty dope. For 40-something, like, I, I, I think I maybe start getting into more boogie boarding these days. Because it was fun to get out there. But I did get smashed because I was just going right up to the lip. And then I was just like, fuck it. And I would just ride the wave, but it would be all whitewash. So I was just shooting on top of it. And But one time I just got wrecked and it was right in front of my family, man. I got old school, just picked up and slammed in three foot of water on a boogie board. <laughs> but I knew how to, because I, you know, I used to, when I lived in San Francisco, I surfed Ocean Beach, which is NorCal, like there was like that was when I saw a seal's face pop up. Like that shit was crazy, man. I'll never forget that seeing that seal's face pop up. And I was high, and it was like foggy and cold. And I used to live. Shout out to San Francisco. I used to live out in the Outer Sunset, which is like, um, like right next to Ocean Beach, which is a cool beach, but it fogs out hardcore. So. It's never like, ooh, you know, surf titties, you know, let's party at the beach. It fogs out and it's super windy and it's kind of mountainy, but it does create this really cool sand. <clears throat> and the beaches are really like, I don't know, they're mellow in some ways. Like it's just like perfect beach, beach. And then uh, the waves are, when it's huge, it's just gigantic. I mean, it's an hour away from Mavericks, so it's like a little mini Mavericks when it's just gunning out there. Like, there is, like, reports of, like, 20-foot waves and shit. I don't know. I, I might be talking out of my ass. But I definitely know they go over 7-foot um, because I definitely charged a couple of those things back in the day and um, got wiped out. So I just learned how to wipe out really good. And now learning to wipe out is just letting go. That's... That's the thing is letting go. So I got wiped out on this boogie board in front of my family out in Fire Island. The thing picked me up and slammed me on the fucking thing. But uh, I didn't think I was hurt. Like, I just handled it. But then I just had water in my ear. And I hadn't have had this. <clears throat> it might be because I'm growing older. Or I think I, I think I think they got a little tear in my eardrum. And water got in there. And I had to, like, dry it out. I didn't take a shower for, like, three days. <laughs> Just because I do have a big hunk of cauliflower in this right ear from wrestling when I was a kid. And um, so I think it gets back in there. Like I have to get it professionally drained out. Like even last night, it's been like a week and a half and there was a little bit of a crick. And I was like, it didn't, there's no pain. Um, <clears throat> it's just like, I just get moisture in there and I think it's sweaty. I need a haircut. So it was just a perfect start, and so I had to dry myself out. But what? Uh, but, but I will say, just like boogie boarding's dope. Um, not to get too bad, I, I, a good sensation would be boogie boarding naked <laughs> on a good day. Um, I want to do that once before I die, <laughs> when nobody's around. Like it's not. I don't like skinny dipping, but I like like I've, the few times that I've done skinny dipping. It was awesome, and there was nothing sexual. Well, one time was with my girlfriend, and that was like way back in the day when I was young. But, um, but the other times, just just swimming naked—that <laughs> is crazy. <laughs> that is some funny ass shit. But it's natural as hell. And the in the ocean, I remember. Yeah, long time ago. Yeah, my brother had to take a dump, and he went out in the ocean and took a dump. We we were like. 10 and 11 and 
Because everybody goes out to the ocean and pees at the beach, right? Does everybody do Am I weird by saying... Not every. You, look, you, sh, you shouldn't always be a nasty motherfucker, but... Um, ocean water's just got... It's, I think you're supposed to do that. It's salt. It burns it all off. You shouldn't do it in a pool. That's nasty. With all that, But chlorine kills just about everything. I don't pee in pools, and I try not to pee in showers. Um, but oceans, you're allowed to pee in. Um, there's a lot of pee and poop on this episode. I'll try to back it away and bring it back to uh, tunes. Um, yeah, some uh, Jurassic Five. I know that sounds like I'm old or '90s. Like they were old. They were doing '80s. They were '90s cats that were doing '80s cats. <clears throat> but they got some good tunes. Um, the flows are sick. Some of their shit, I'm just like in awe of. Like there's a. Uh, golden holding on to what's gold that charlie tuna he's got the coolest tone uh in rap like i don't think people realize it's just this baritone i just it's just low it's like bass boom what's it what is it about bass that's so dope i know what it is it's like the root like and uh not a little bit of meditation you're trying to like sit Almost to the point where you're like a potted plant, and then your ass is like the root of your essence. Almost like you're, but you want to sit in yourself so everything settles evenly, in essence. And I do think when I think, or like when I place my attention from my gut and my lower, like I don't know, there's something <clears throat> when I put my attention right between my eyeballs. That's when I'm like thinking hard. And when I go lower, like if I'm trying to like feel it more, I don't, yeah, I guess you think with your brain and you feel with your gut. Simple as that. Big ass jug of coffee, drinking it up for you. Dark roasted. This is from, they got a couple of these that are not like whole food, but they're like a little bit above um, a bodega they're called Union Market and they got like three or four of them but they have their own coffee so this is their uh, Union Market coffee that I'm drinking today and it's a dark roasted blend and uh, it's all, it's good and I got a raw lighter I tell you I love raw papers and I love the spokesman I mean I'm not that type of dude like he does like a crazy Eddie type of shit and it's brilliant um but he's he's very savvy. the The president of Raw Papers is very internet savvy, <clears throat> very marketing savvy, very um, very social media savvy. A lot of these cats. I'm not. I don't. I don't kill it on Twitter that much. Instagram, you know, I'll put up a good picture. But a lot of it, I'm just trying not. I'm. I want to put it out there for the fans and build up everything. But I just don't want to live and die by that. Um, or attach my happiness to any of that, you know. I want to keep it to this sidecar of just maintenance of the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is the Cannabis Coffee Hour. And uh, if you want to be, if you want to sponsor us, want me to talk about cannabis, you know it's growing. It's about to go legal nationally. You want to get behind the podcast, get at me at contact at Rob Cantrell. I run this whole thing myself. There's no big, there's nothing. It's me and my laptop, and I'm knocking it out um, for you, and I'm having a blast doing it, and I'm uh, learning. uh, I've learned so much on editing, even how I consume coffee. Um, I almost got a red eye today. That was... That's when you get iced coffee and a shot of espresso. Now, that's a bomb-ass drink. But that's only, you know, it's good if you're hungover or you're, like, you need a little extra juice juice. Um, And then a cold brew. Cold brew, between a red eye and a cold brew, there seems to be something a little bit different for me. Cold brew has almost a whole different other buzz going on um, when it comes. It's like it... It's more of a longer jack, whereas a, a shot of espresso is more of a more of like a dab, whereas a cold brew is like a really good 
um, joint, uh, but with like premium cannabis, like, you know, not some bullshit, bullshit, not some mediocre or upper grade. I'm talking about, you know, when the dude breaks it out and it's like glowing. That's the type of bag I had last time. This is good. This is, but my man hooked me up with the shit that he had lying around because I, I ran out and my, I can't wait till dispensaries is open in New York. <laughs> Cause just when you need it, you need it. <clears throat> and I hate chasing it down. It's a pain in the ass. Um, and now everybody's not meeting up and stuff like that. So it's, a, it, it takes a little finessing, but enough of that shit. Uh, I have been doing my stretches. I've been meditating. Uh, I've been drinking my shakes. Um, I got sunburned as hell. I rocks, I've been rocking some... I mean, I'm pretty good about putting suntan lotion and shit on. But I didn't one time. And uh, But I do got some raw aloe. And I've been rocking it. Uh, <clears throat> but I can't wait to get out there. I saw... Brooklyn Bowl, I might go see this concert, is the Whalers are coming to the Brooklyn Bowl August. But that's what bums me out. Like, uh, yeah, but August, like, I forget what it is. Check out Brooklyn Bowl, and, um, but the Whalers, which is Bob Marley's backing band. And they have a new album, and I got it on Spotify. There's a couple great joints on that thing, man. Yeah, I've been listening to, like, Country, Grateful Dead. What hip-hop? I have to say the Migos. I keep I've been going back to the Migos. And especially uh White T-shirt. I just love that song, man. Those guys flow together. It's a different it's a different it's not your typical trap rap like it's like almost trap rap with with old school like beastie but like it's three dudes, three friends just having fun. And when that shit's bottled and packaged up that's, you know, that's the vibe. So I can't wait. I might go see the Whalers. That's what I've been debating. I'm working on this music project. We got some shows coming up. I'm doing the Bell House with Joe Para, so that will be fun. He has a great show on Adult Swim. I got a good uh, relationship with that cat. He saw me open for Mitch Hedberg in Buffalo. He was at that show, he told me. And... Uh, and I had a good set, and I wore a karate suit. And it was a lot of fun. I'm just reminiscing about all these shows. It's nice to look... I, I will say maybe, you know, I'm not a multimillionaire or anything, but I do have a good life, and man, I got some bomb-ass memories. I had some good times, as you did too. But it is about living in the moment. And <clears throat> I've been doing that and, and more or less like recognizing my ego, like when it starts spinning and judging and like, and I'm getting in fake arguments in my head and like, I used to like that, but now I see it as just frivolous and a waste of time. Cause I can recognize that those, you know, it's just like conceptual thinking. All that is, is the now conceptual thinking is okay. This, this, Everything's like when you transfer it into words, it's not really the thing. It's more or less the information going to the other person's brain. What's real is um, it's hot outside. Uh, my ear is sweating. Uh, <laughs> I am, you know, 48, 49. I can't, I'm so old, I can't even tell what age I am anymore. And I know in show business, you shouldn't talk about it. But I just think going forward, being honest and being truthful, nobody, no, you can't bullshit people anymore. Nobody has time for bullshit lies. Like authenticity, it just makes it easier when everybody's just on the truth page and it's all out there. Um, and that's what I like about this podcast because I'm trying to just to normalize so I can go forward in life and enjoy cannabis legally and uh, and not see it as some, you know, weird thing. And I think that's already being set in stone um, as we grow. At this point in New York, it's almost, you know, you look down on if you're smoking cigarettes, you know. If you're breaking out herb, people are like, yeah, whatever. 
it's smelling weird here for a minute and this guy's looking <laughs> kind of nervous. But usually they'll run away and go get a burrito. What's the harm? Yeah, let me think. Any hip-hop I've been cranking? Um, I just, I've, I found myself on YouTube watching something that I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Oh, I do like Currency, this rapper Currency. Just how he approaches cannabis. And he puts out a ton of music. And I was watching like his first time in the studio with Lil Wayne and all this shit. <clears throat> he got He got famous early on in hip-hop and then had to like grind on he, his his ride is a little like mine in, in terms of uh rapping and hit and comedy like he got a lot very early and then had to figure it out and then things kind of bo bottomed out and he had to figure out and grow from himself and he kind of went through that whole thing and that's what i like currency uh but he always smokes ill herb. And one time I was at the High Times office and we hung out and did bong hits together with Danny Danko. And I think Jordan Rock was there at that time too. Um, who's another comic. I'm, am I dropping names? <laughs> I need to slow down on the name dropping. I need to check my ego. Oh, but those, you know, those aren't big names. I mean, I shouldn't say that. They are legit. It was just interesting. But the only thing is is just this moment oh well, there might be future moments hopefully and there were old moments those would make the memories but the right now is like what you need to focus on i guess is what i am because when you're thinking about all that shit or in any other thing you're not really now i'm trying to when i go outside i'm just like i'm just gonna observe i'm just gonna observe i'm not gonna have opinion i'm not gonna judge I'm just observing and just seeing how, the, how it plays out. And if I put positive thoughts in my mind, how will that play out? And that's kind of where my head's at with that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I've been longing to get out on the road. I know I got some dates coming up. But, yeah, COVID is firing back up, man. I'm not. I don't want to tell everybody to get vaxxed, but everybody get fucking vaxxed, man. God. Just get it done, man. What? Sometimes I'm like, are these guys just trying to fuck with everything? Let's just, I'm just, but I live in New York, so I saw it. And it could close down again. It's like people are walking on top of each other here. So, you know, the floodgates opened up. I think it's going to fire back up again is what everybody's kind of feeling. But I don't know. I have two shows tomorrow. I'm doing two sets at the Eastville Comedy Club. If this comes out and you want... No, that's... Yeah, that's tomorrow, Saturday. <clears throat> um, so I'm excited about that. So I'm going to prepare for that. I'm going to get some new material. And I'm not going to think about COVID firing up. I'm just going to wear masks when I go inside. Or when I have to perform, I guess I got to take my mask off. So I'll do that. And then I'll just, you know, there's short sets. And so I'm just trying to figure it out. How to come at it again. But I do say that every time I go up, I'm doing something kind of funky and out there. And, and I'm into it, you know. Um, and th that's kind of where I want to go tomorrow. So I'm excited about those. And I'm going to prepare for those mentally, physically. And then I'm going to give that audience 10 minutes of some pretty good shit. Um, I never try to get too cocky with comedy because, man, that shit is organic. Like, you have to just, like, set it up and just see how it flips. And then when it starts flipping, it you know, it feels like you're... Feels like you're winning <clears throat> at the blackjack table. That's what's cool. Never got into gambling, but there is a little rush there. <laughs> I did get to work this Sahara. I'm going to drop another name. Big one, Ralphie May. Ralphie May, I did four weeks in Vegas at the Sahara Hotel. The first uh, venue the Beatles played in Vegas. Uh, the, the Sahara and uh, it's no longer it was you know it's like kind of down near circus circus and all that like it was at the ass end of the strip as ralphie would say but it was like one of the better ones of those and it was it had these old school roots but uh yeah ralphie may and i did four weeks at the sahara hotel i did shows every night and with aunt aunt ralphie and me and ralphie's passed away and aunt 
who's this gay comic that was on the scene for about five years and then just like disappeared. And he was a super douche to me. And he's not even in the business anymore. Um, so it's just weird. I look back on that whole, and then the casino I played, <laughs> but, but then there's also new funky, weird gigs that I'm doing in town. Like I've never tied, I've done square corny gigs. I've done super hip gigs. I've done, you know, as a comic, you got to just do them all and it helps your brain. The more different shit. That's what I was, I've been <clears throat> watching these videos on this brain surgeon, man. Um, this is, this one is dope. Oh, that, 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 uh, I don't know. That was, it's, uh, uh, I mean, it, it's this YouTube about this brain surgeon and he's just talking about the human brain and the things he's seen in brain surgery and how we haven't even tapped. We haven't even tapped into the power of upstairs. You know, I really think there's some concepts that we haven't even that's why i think world peace is definitely there it might take the aliens to show up that's what i thought and then because usually if there's some shit going down then everybody has to figure out and we gotta be fuck up these aliens and <clears throat> maybe that will bring the planet together but i think the realization of how beautiful life is and how precious it is maybe we could slowly work towards the non-bullshit way. And the non-bullshit way, I mean, I was just thinking about war and just like how dumb war, like we know war, it doesn't work. It's, it might, you know, countries or whatever, but usually it's just like a bunch of dead people. Everybody gets fucked up. The young people go do it. The guys that are ordering, this is what I thought, the guys that are ordering the young people to go die in the war, those dudes are going to probably die of heart attacks in the next five to 10 years. Cause those are like the fit, like look who ends up with all the power. It's all like the old dudes that fucking made it through it all. But there, if you make it through it all, you should be walking a little bit softer. Um, and be a little bit more gentle. That's what I need to do is just be a little, I have been, I think I'm being a little bit more aggressive and out there and I'm blowing my voice out because I was really bummed out that I didn't do a podcast last week. Like we went, I have to say maybe I maybe went over a year without missing one and I've only missed like two or three weeks. So I appreciate you guys sticking with me. Um, we're going to get some funky fresh shit um, pumping out. I'm enjoying this <clears throat> Verde Natural. Um, yeah, you got to, your imprint because everything is, you know, I don't want to leave too big of an imprint on the planet because it's so beautiful and dope and other people get to, you know, enjoy the ride, so to speak. And you want it to be there for our kids and the kids behind us, hopefully. But at the same time, I don't know. All I know is that, uh, this fan, I got a ceiling fan. is just hitting just right. We're right about 49 minutes right now, so I think I'm going to wind it up and say I love you and thank you, and uh, I'll see you on the next episode. We're going to have some dope musicians. We're, I'm going to have some treats. Check out the Patreon. This episode, I will not have a video of. This episode will be <clears throat> my trippy uh, YouTube shit. I'm working on my YouTube. We got some great logos, got some great art artwork i just need to organize it all and push it forward for everybody and uh you know it's just the seed growing to the plant you know you can't jump right up it's one step at a time and uh you gotta stay alive you know stay in the lot that's pretty much the gig man because <laughs> everything's trying to kill you you know Life is trying to kill you, you know. It's all that's why I love meditation and stretching and health. But I don't I was thinking about it. I don't want to get too much into it. A lot of that shit is, you know, could get just run over by a truck the next day and then you fucking you're working too got too obsessed. Don't want to be obsessed. Um, but we do want to smoke some cest. So I think I'm gonna finish up this podcast, have one more bowl, take a nap. I've been beating myself up, man. I've been driving, I've been riding. I've been performing. Um, my voice is blown. 
but I want to make sure I wanted to get this out there and just say, check out So Many Roads by The Grateful Dead. Or check out that band Billy Strings on the Relics channel. Um, I don't know. I've been leaning towards that. I'm trying to think. I have to, there, what was the one banger that I've been just pumping? In terms of, you know, I listen to everything, but I always go back to a little good hip-hop. Black Alicious, I've been getting back into that. And then, you know, DC Rare Essence. If you want to work the walls, uh, Pancake House, any of the Rare Essence, if you want to check out some funky, funky, funk, 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 uh, DC Go-Go. That, it doesn't get any funk. Maybe James Brown's funkier. James Brown, Parliament, DC Go-Go. That's the fucking trifecta of funk. So stay funky, everybody. Don't fake the funk. I love you. Peace. I'm out.